Welcome to episode nine of Breathing Room. I'm your host, Rob Lavati, and I'm super stoked today. Um, I'm joined in the studio by Mike Martinez, who's the singer and rapper from the local Asheville band Nash, uh, Natural Born Leaders. Hello. Welcome, man. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm a big fan of the band. I've seen you guys out a couple times, um, and I know you're always playing. I think you might have a show later on tonight. So thanks for These taking the time out of your schedule to join me. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. I greatly appreciate it. Sure thing. As always, coming to you from the Asheville Play Studios with Matt Dunn of AV Live on the production. Shout out to our sponsors, Riverbend CBD. A message from them a little bit later on. Um, So if you haven't heard of Natural Born Leaders before, I would describe them as a hip-hop, jazz, rock, funk, reggae band. You guys span across multi-genres, which is really cool. Um, and I like have a hard time describing your music to people, which it's, is nice. We also have had a hard time describing our music to people. <laughs> yeah. Lately, our our newest uh, elevator pitch is psychedelic hip hop. Ooh, I like that. That is a cool ring to it. Yeah, it's like psychedelic rock, but hip hop. Yeah. And you do a lot of different stuff. You sing at times, you rap at times. Um, you're doing it with live instruments, which I really like a lot. I personally gravitate towards hip-hop with live instrumentation going on cool. um you're a musician yourself you play rhythm guitar and natural born leaders right mm-hmm. cool yep. i do That's i do awesome. I, I feel like it was important when we were starting the band to do like a live live uh you know instrumentation thing and do something different with it uh, right which you know we're trying <laughs> yeah you're doing a good job man really enjoy it appreciate it so before we get started today something we've been doing on every show here um, is just taking 10 seconds of intentional silence leaving some room to breathe breathing room Um, it's kind of a little mini meditation if you will I've been meditating quite a bit in my personal life and like to take the space here to just get settled in the studio and ready to have um, the episode so cool. for those listening, feel free to join or hum yourself or call your grandma for 10 seconds or I don't know, but <laughs> let's, uh, let's take 10 seconds to breathe. Yeah, really. Hey grandma, talk to you later. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right. Cool. So before we get started, uh, Mike, is there anything you want to throw out there for for those watching or those who will be listening on Spotify and iTunes? Um, Anything about yourself or anything that you're currently working on with the band? Anything you guys have coming up? Keeping in mind that this will air on Spotify and iTunes in a couple weeks. A couple weeks. We are always on the road. We yeah. Are, yeah, we try to stay on the road as often as possible. So we'll be in Charlotte coming up soon, January 31st. If that is before or after the show airs, we will, it's debatable. But, um, you know, we'll be, we'll be on the road. Cool. Um, yeah, I know you guys are, um, playing in Asheville quite often. What shows do you have coming up that are local for anyone who's watching live right now? Um, we're playing on the 28th or the 26th at the Gray Eagle. Cool. Um, and that's going to be a great show. So that's the um, 26th of, of January. January. Yep. Cool. Awesome. At the Gray Eagle. That's at, one of my favorite local at, venues. At the Greagle. The Greagle. I like going there, get some tacos. Oh, yeah. Right? Check out some music. It's yeah. nice. They've got really great guac at the Gray Eagle. Do they really? Um, oh, yeah. It's I haven't tried it. It's fantastic. I oh. highly recommend it. Nice. All right. I'll check it out. So, um, what we're going to talk about today, a couple different things that I have planned out here, and then we'll just go wherever the conversation takes us really. But I'd like to talk to you about the Asheville hip hop scene. I think it's something that is, in my opinion, underrepresented, um, and diverse and good. 
there's a lot of good going on. There's a lot of really um, cool things happening. There is, man. And there are a lot of people that I'm looking to have on the show. I'm doing a little mini series on hip hop right now. Cool. So I had Spaceman Jones in the motherships last week. He's the man. Right. You could listen to him talk all day. Right. Um, <laughs> I know. I feel like every time I see Spaceman or have a conversation with Spaceman, I walk away with like just like some real like heavy like like uh introspection. Like yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm yeah. just like, oh man, like I didn't even know I needed to hear that right now, you yep. know? He keeps yeah. it very real. Yeah. And I like that about him. Very fucking real. Um, and then coming up, we'll have uh, Musashi Zero. Fuck yeah. Love him, man. I was captivated from the first time I saw him. His voice is just... It's wild. It's, it's really wonderful. Crazy. Yeah. Um, then you have We're PTP. playing a show on the 13th of February. Cool. Um, I'm doing like a solo, solo set. With him. Musashi, yep, and uh, and Spaceman and Brian. Cool, I will be yeah. at that show. I'm excited for that. I yeah. know you're going to be on there. Mm-hmm. Nice, yeah. And DJ Wan Bounce, nice. Yeah, it's going to be dope. It's going to be a dope night. That's cool, man. It's a Valentine Valentine's Day pre Valentine's Day. Is Valentine's it pre or anti? It's pre. Okay. I feel like it, I'm not. I'm not too anti Valentine's Day. I'm a married man. Yeah, so, so you got to be a little <laughs> bit pro. Yeah, I'm definitely pro. Yeah, but so, I say we should always be loving our lovers, right? We should be. Yeah, it's well, important. Yeah, no doubt. So I'd like to talk a little bit more about the Asheville hip hop scene cool. and your perspective on it. Cool. Um, and something I I've gotten a couple requests on from people who have watched or listened is they would like some advice or perspective on coping with depression and anxiety. Um, which are two things I have quite the experience with in my life. I'm not sure about yourself. We haven't had a chance to really talk about it yet. Yeah. <laughs> but I've been dealing with depression um, since I was a kid, really. I mean, I was a pretty depressed and sensitive child. Same. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it showed, but I didn't go through therapy or anything as a kid. Just kind of learned to cope with it and learn to be sad. Yeah. Um, And then the anxiety started, I think not long after um and both have gotten more intense and changed in different ways throughout my life mm-hmm. um and the ways that i've coped with them have gotten a lot better and healthier yeah um once you understand like oh this is just anxiety i'm not fucking dying here like yeah 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 um i feel like i just had recently like a really serious experience with anxiety where like i went to the doctor and like i thought i was fucking having a heart attack dude um yeah but i wasn't (laughs) scary dude yeah it's super scary um but like it's like man it's like crazy what your mind can do too like you know it'll destroy like your insides like i had like i'm still taking like uh you know medicine but like tum tum like yeah except more extreme tums right extreme tums i'm about some extreme tums in my life you know i don't know what it is (laughs) some kind of antacid i got these tums from ingles that taste like candy like certified candy like somebody was telling me about are they chewy they're chewy yeah somebody like just the other day was telling me about these tums and their existence they shouldn't exist they're bad yeah yeah (laughs) how you like overdose on calcium or something yeah yeah so, so are you thinking, uh, are you talking about like, uh, how depression and anxiety links into hip hop? Um, That's something we talked a little bit about with Spaceman is the place for anxiety and depression in hip hop. Spaceman had a great perspective on it. Check mm-hmm. it out on the YouTube channel. Um, I posted that conversation up there on the conversations playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially he talks about how, People have been saying for the past four or five years in hip hop how sad they are. Yeah. He said guys had to go from rapping to singing. Yeah. Because they were so sad to convey their emotions. <laughs> yeah. That's a wild perspective. That's I awesome. Know. Like, and it, he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's not. Post Malone. I think about that a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I would love to talk about that. I mean, I think they're is a certain level of stigma maybe in hip hop culture around depression or being sad. It's not, it's not hard enough. It's not. 
I feel like you could be sad and be hard at the same time, but you know, you don't have to be hard also. Like we, <laughs> there's room for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I'm I don't glad know. that we live in a time where you don't have to be hard in hip hop anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like we live in a world where Lil Dicky can do his thing <laughs> yeah. and people are yeah, totally okay with it. Lil Dicky's hilarious. He's great. Yeah. He's I, great. Lo- I love the video of him and Snoop Dogg. Oh, me Come too. On, man. Me too. <laughs> Um, and do you fuck with the war? <laughs> no, I don't fuck with the war. <laughs> I like the um, classic male pregame. You ever see that one? No. Uh, that's a good one. No. It's just a bunch of guys sitting around drinking and getting too drunk and smoking weed with each other and they never leave the house to go out. <laughs> um, Actually, I feel like I, I, I have seen that one. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty realistic. <laughs> um, so yeah, I want to get into maybe a little bit more your perspective on the place for depression and anxiety in hip hop and also just ways that you've coped in your life. If it's something you've dealt with, which it sounds like it is. Um, thanks for being open and sharing about that. Cool. Something I found in a big part of this show is like the only way our demons get a little bit less scary Mm -hmm. is when you bring them out in the open. And you talk to people about them and you relate to people about them and you realize that your buddy over there that you've known your whole life has similar demons. Yeah. They There's pay- a thin line, though, I feel like with within hip hop or just music in general uh, with that, with that, um, the like letting you know letting go of your demons because then i feel like you know there's it's almost like hunter s Thompson. you know you know hunter s thompson for sure, sure you know hunter s. Yeah, of course but like at a there was probably a certain point in his life where like his the character he drew for himself became the person that he actually was i was like watching this i was watching this video mm. who the fuck was that who was it i want to say it was like Oh, it was Will Smith, actually. It was Will Smith and Martin on The Breakfast Club. And uh, Will Smith was talking about, like, how, like, there's a point where, like, because he's talking about relating it to social media. And because he's posting all these videos, like, him jumping out of planes and shit. Martin's like, man, I'm not trying to do that. But he's like, uh, there's a thin line between, like, who Will Smith is and who, like, I am. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, he's like, there's, like, a... You know, there is a side that people don't necessarily see. Or maybe it's probably best people shouldn't see. I don't know. (laughs) At least as far as I'm concerned. Right. (laughs) You know. It's got to be weird being an actor and being forced to play somebody else for a long period of time. Yeah. Or even just being an actor and being forced to play the character that people think you are based on what you do you right know what i mean or people perceive you to be the, this specific character which so get going back to the hip-hop thing is like kind of how i feel like you know that's there's almost that there's like a level of that too you know where like you should you know you're playing a not everybody i mean and i'm certainly not playing a character in the music that i'm making right but uh in hip-hop in general you know i feel like a lot of times like you know, or art in general. Like a lot of times we're playing a, an overblown character of ourself. And like, I try not to, I think with my anxiety, sometimes like they're like, like I, uh, I don't know. I feel like I write from two perspectives and I feel like I always am like battling between these two perspectives of like talking about anxiety or depression is like, I'm like, Oh, like I can be happy. I am happy. You know what I mean? Right. Versus like, no, actually I'm not pretty fucking happy right now. And also like this space is making me anxious as fuck. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like so I don't know. Have you found that you can go between those two places pretty quickly? um no i'm very good at like being just working through it like well yeah i guess i guess i could uh i feel like in a in one of our songs on our new ep like i wrote like i could rap a track through a panic attack like and that's like real shit is like generally like sometimes when we're having shows like i do have anxiety like i'm pretty anxious person Mm -hmm. and like i really don't like uh i mean and like being surrounded by a lot of people like makes me even more anxious so like sometimes i'll be having a panic attack while we're playing or like and it's not just me like i feel like it's it it, uh you know that it probably extends to a lot of people but uh oh man yeah Yeah, like it's having a panic attack on stage sounds like my new worst nightmare (laughs) this never happened to me i've had 
you know, the jitters or yeah. the nervous poops. I yeah. Get <laughs> yeah. You get the nervous poops? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, I took I took a anti anxiety medicine for a little bit, and yeah. like the nervous poops went away. I was like, oh, maybe that shit does work. I wow. don't know. There's no telling. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. <laughs> you know, maybe I was eating better that week too. So who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't take any anti anxiety medication now, but I take some um, depression medication mm. as well as a mood stabilizer. Yeah. Um, Do you feel that it's effective? I feel like it is affecting me. <laughs> it, right. it is effective in some ways. Yeah. Um, there are side effects. Mm-hmm. Fucks with my sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, anxiety really. comes naturally with taking some of the medication. Anxiety comes with taking anti-anxiety medicine. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just the way crazy. it goes. It, it's weird. So then, at, you know, at the end of the day, like, you know, like, I'm, I mean, I'm no doctor here, of course. Right. Um, but like, at the end of the day, I'm like, is, uh, like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I, I feel medication? like I'm going to try it. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. try it for a while, see how it works. But like, you know, how, uh, I don't know how I feel about it. You know? Here's the way I look like, at it. Does it help me? I have an interesting relationship with medication where I didn't take it intentionally for probably two or three years when I was told that I should be on it Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to take it. Um, I didn't want to take Tylenol when I had a headache, you know? So for someone to tell me, you have to take this medication because you're depressed. Yeah. No, thanks. I don't want, I don't (laughs) want it. I'm going to get through it. Finally, I gave in because I didn't know what else to do. Mm-hmm. My my beef with medication, um, psychotropic medication specifically, is they don't fully understand the problem yet. Yeah. They don't understand why you're depressed, mm-hmm. why you're anxious constantly. Yeah. And they also don't fully understand the solution. They don't know why that medication is helping. It's like kind of like coupled with therapy, though. I feel like it could help. I've, I've absolutely like done therapy. Uh, I've gone to therapy through most of my life. I haven't in my adult life, honestly, which is kind of like been refreshing, honestly. Yeah, I felt like a psycho as a kid going to like having to go to a therapist. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, there's something wrong with me. I'm just like a little sad, you know. Right. <laughs> like, I'm gonna be all right. right. <laughs> you know, M- maybe, hopefully. Um, it's good that you went to therapy as a kid though. Um, that's something I wish I had. I think that would have helped a lot. Um, I think everyone should be in therapy personally (laughs) at some point in their lives. Yeah. I think Um, it's definitely important. I think finding the right therapist is very important too. Yeah. Because there, I mean, as, as in any profession, you know, there's, there's therapists that aren't going to be good for you. You know what I mean? And I feel like I want to to quite a few therapists that like didn't help me at all in any capacity they're just there to like collect the check from my parents and like roll on you know look at the clock over Um, your head yeah yeah and then but then like um the last time i went and saw a therapist for real for real i was like 18 and she was like i think she was my first experience with like kind of like somebody who was of the of like uh kind of like hippie (laughs) <laughs> like it was like some, like a real kind of like hippie person but she like got me like right. she got me and she really fucking helped me and i kept going for a while until like one day i like fell asleep during my therapy lesson and then woke up at the end of it and like, <laughs> i was a little freaked out by it and i was like oh maybe i won't do that again oh, but, but like, <laughs> <laughs> were you just bored or were you like i don't know i don't know what happened like we were having like a real uh, last i remember it's like we were having this really intense conversation and then like i was like <sighs> Oh, okay. So we're done. She hypnotized your ass. Yeah, yeah. I was like, did she hypnotize me? (laughs) Seriously, but but she whatever's the fuck she did, like it has my butt hurt. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What is this lady doing right right now? But no, it wasn't. It wasn't anything like that. She was kind of cool. But yeah, I uh, it took me quite a while to find my current therapist. Shout out to her if she's watching. Um, <laughs> I won't name drop her, but she is awesome. You yeah. could tell she's invested in like has 
work to form a relationship with me. Mm-hmm. Your therapist should be someone you might want to be friends with. Yeah. Like you yeah, should leave yeah. you should leave therapy feeling like, man, I want to hang out with them a little longer. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel about my new doctor. Just the yeah. regular doctor. I haven't had a doctor in a long time. I don't have health insurance. Who can afford it? You know? Right. But uh um I like really enjoy this dude like i think he's like an awesome person like i'd hang out with my doctor for sure yeah. and it's also weird that like now doctors and shit are like my age right <laughs> oh my god my doctor's younger than me and <laughs> i felt a little bit weird like he had to google one of my symptoms and i'm like man the same thing i would have done at home but yeah. um yeah no when my dad initially um, committed suicide back in 2017. Mm-hmm. I was seeing a therapist up in New Jersey at the time and I had an appointment the next day. So I went in to see him and he's like, how's it going? And I'm like, well, my dad well, fucking killed himself. Yeah. And he just goes, oh shit. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit was his reaction. And that's how I knew like he doesn't know how to handle this. I don't yeah. know that most people do, but it's his job to handle it. Yeah. In some way. Did he did he do a good job? He did a great job. Yeah. Um he was very empathetic and supportive mm-hmm. and he asked a lot of questions. Yeah. Um I still owe him a couple dollars that he like sends me a letter about every now and then I should probably pay <laughs> up cuz he did he helped me through a tough time. Yeah. He's yeah. cool. He smoked cigarettes, so like we would smoke a cigarette outside before our appointment to go in. Nice. Nice. Got like a little pre-appointment. <laughs> yeah. um, like you want to smoke a cigarette? Yeah. You're like, actually, I could have joined my... No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. You got a shot? Can we do a shot before this appointment? Yeah. Listen up a little bit? You know, this is so tense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like therapy combined with medication can be effective. Medication has side effects for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, some outweigh the benefits. So for some people, medication or you might be on the wrong medication. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that's happened to me quite a bit. I've had to bounce around to so many different medications to find, find a couple right that one. work a little bit. Yeah. Um, I use the analogy of like if you had to fill up an, an eight ounce cup with water, mm-hmm. but you used a six gallon bucket to fill it up and you just poured <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah. That's what this medication's doing to your brain. Yeah. It's not only going in there and ceasing your anxiety. It's affecting your whole brain in a lot of different ways. And maybe also negating some of your anxiety. Yeah. It does a lot to your brain. Yeah. Um, Some stuff they don't even quite understand yet. But I'll get off my high horse about medication. It's it's effective for some people at Mm -hmm. times. I feel like if I was off medication right now, I'd be in rough shape. Yeah. I get manic. Oh shit. Um, yeah, that's not that's that's yeah. You, you first time that happened was right when my dad died. I woke up the next day in my first manic episode. Like my dad what, just what, committed what suicide. Like, um I felt like I was on top of the world. I felt like I couldn't lose. Yeah. I was ready to start a business. I was ready to just take it to the top. Mm-hmm. I didn't sleep a lot. I didn't eat a lot. Um, I talked on the phone. That was like what I was notorious for. I'd be on yeah. the phone every day. Um, about what? Like just catching up with people oh, or planning stuff like yeah. n- notoriously just planning shit because I'm like, go, go, go. Yeah. Feels like being on cocaine. Yeah. But you're not, you're just on, you're Dopamine. on it. I <laughs> mean, you're just you're on yeah. something, dude, your brain's on another level yeah. and you got to keep up. And it's hard because um, when you have that, you always have the after effect, which is the crash. Yeah. And that's when you're depressed. Yeah. And like my depression can, can last for nine months. Yeah, last for nine months. Can. I feel like mine like is very quick. Qu- I go in and out of it very quickly. Like, yeah. It's not, it doesn't last very long, but like I always know when it's coming because I'm like, like I do have like a moment where I'm like I'm too happy right now. Right. <laughs> like I'm right. like there's something something is something bad's going to happen next. You know? I got scared when I started this podcast because it felt like a manic idea to me. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like oh, shit wait is this I'm like no. I think I want to do this. Like <laughs> yeah. maybe I'm a little manic but I'm not like yeah. full blown. Yeah. Um but some other things come with it too like 
Um, substance use mm-hmm. is a big part of mania for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, some people experience trouble with the law. Luckily, I didn't have any of that yet. Um, uh, I can't say that. <laughs> I no. don't know. Maybe, maybe yeah. I have at some point. Yeah. Or another. Maybe, maybe not. I won't say. I won't <laughs> yeah. disclose. Yeah. No, I feel you. And um, sexual promiscuity is another thing. Really? Yeah. Definitely experienced that. That I'm a little, <laughs> little slut. <laughs> I'm like a manic guy. Yeah. I don't know what that's about. I'm not a married. That's good. I'm a slut for my wife. And only, and only your wife. And only yeah. my wife. Good answer. Always. I can see you winking behind the sunglasses. And what? Like, no, I'm just playing. That's I'm crazy. just playing. It's madness. She's going to listen to this podcast. Yeah. She's going to be like, you did what? <laughs> so who are your favorite Asheville rappers? Who are the guys that you like, listen to, or support? Honestly, I listen to and support Spaceman and Musashi Zero so much. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, they're they're like, hands down, my favorite Asheville hip-hop artists. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I love love the beats that they choose uh, for their songs. I love the lyricism. Um, I love it all. The videos, um, the videos. Musashi's videos, yeah, the videos. Strawberries Both of them have is, great fucking yeah. videos too. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's they, uh, they, and they're 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 just uh, it's the whole thing is an art. It's yeah. like an art, entire art form. You know what I mean? It's a full picture. It's got the video. It has the visuals. It has you know I don't know the content. It has you know right. It's great. It's great for both of them. But yeah, I listen to them constantly me too man (laughs) you know what else is on repeat for me um have you listened to the tape bitter ptp peter the poet Mm -mm. no um he's another local guy he's in that same crowd his bitter tape is great i would recommend it it's like kind of lo-fi hip-hop he sings a little bit Mm -hmm. um really good stuff i like uh baggage baggage uh, sk, uh, SK the, the novelist, novelist too yeah. yeah that's that's another album that i bumped for a quick minute like yeah hard. yeah he's got some good stuff yeah. he is in like new zealand right now or something yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just like hopped on a plane it sounds nice yeah <laughs> but um yeah um all those guys that we just mentioned are going to be on the show at some point um I'm doing a little hip-hop mini series right now so we had spaceman um, have you this week, Mike, which I'm grateful for. And then we'll do um, PTP, Musashi, and SK at some point when he gets back. Cool. So it's going to round out the little hip-hop series. And after that, we're going to go into poetry. Um, nice. Do some Friends of Cat Dolan, who was on episode one of the show. Okay. Friend of mine from Boone, North Carolina. Nice. She has some really great friends who have written books and poetry and just done a bunch of cool stuff. Awesome. So, so you're, there, you're multifaceted in this spot here. Yeah, man. I'm not trying to lock it down to any one art form. Yeah. Um, when we get into season two, I want to start doing visual art. Yeah. Um, we have all the cameras set up. Yeah, um, Matt Dunn running the live production there. So we could really have visual art and like, you know, we could have people show their stuff as they're making it and like whatever. So I want to get a little more interactive with the visual stuff um, uh, next season. So yeah, man. So um, what are your favorite type of gigs to play? One where honestly, there's like my favorite type of gigs to play. I don't know. It's so, uh, it could be, one where people are engaged, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I, and I feel like that could happen anywhere, right? Really, um, it's just like every once in a while, there's just like def- definitive, like special moments uh, during certain shows. Like we just played a show in Greenville on uh, Saturday, and it was just like the audience was like really engaged, mm-hmm. um, and you know. Uh, it was just it was great shows. That's those those are the my favorite shows to play. It could be to five people, or right. it could be to you know a thousand, fifteen hundred people, right. you know six thousand people, whatever. Um, I'd say you know just as long as the people actually care about what you're doing, 
because you know there's there's also gigs where we play we do bar gigs every once in a while and uh and it's like people are there to like drink and like move around the music and like there's definitely people there who get engaged right but it's usually in towns that we've never been to before you know what i mean and uh yeah it's just there's something there's something that's like so soul crushing to play a show where like people just could give a fuck less that uh, whether that there was sucks, music dude. or not or or if there's 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 every once in a while that we're we're, we're, we're where we will play shows um and there's a like a we're going up against the dj also in the same venue it's like, of course, people want to go hear the songs that they've been he- hearing, you know, that are just shoved down their throats that they want to hear versus hearing a band that they've never heard before, you know, live instrumentation. Of, right. You know, where the beat's just slapping the whole time uh-huh. in the back. You're like, damn, it's a fucking party. Back here. <laughs> and here I am singing this sad song about, like, <laughs> yeah, or like, yeah. you know, spitting this wild verse. I don't know. Yeah, when I was back in high school, I was in a local like hardcore band mm-hmm. um, called Love You Made the Butcher, and nice. we played Warp Tour and like That's got to play a lot of band. fun fucking shows with them. Yeah, um, shout out to you guys if you're watching. Um, but some of the best shows we ever played were shows where there were maybe a hundred people in the room, but mm-hmm. they were all singing with us and mm-hmm. jumping on stage and yeah. active in the pit and on the floor and like. <clears throat> Like you said, it didn't have to be a thousand people. It's just if the crowd was engaged, I was feeling it. They were feeling it. It, it always ended in a good feeling. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and and just if you if you're gonna go see an artist, any artist, if you're if you are into it, that's only gonna make your show that much better, right? Because that artist can feel that energy. I mean, that's what we do as artists, right? It's like we're taking we're recycling energy we're, we're cycling energy you know and it's mm-hmm. reciprocal um so yeah just the best thing you can do if you want to have a great show is enjoy the shit and then you'll get a better show than you could have ever asked for i feel like definitely yeah one of the shows that we played i, I think back to when we went on tour with that band we played a show somewhere in virginia mm-hmm. and it was a, just a very different crowd yeah um and we got there and like we had screaming in our band some jersey hardcore jersey hardcore in your face do you play ocean city warp tour um we played ocean city one year and then mammoth nice um the the next year yeah um i used to go to that same warp tour back did you yeah we probably were there at the same time years and years ago yeah back in like in the jersey days oh seven oh six yeah yeah that's when i was there definitely uh I was there the oh seven um and oh six. I was probably screaming to like set your goals or like I don't know yeah. if you know them. They're no. kick ass. No, it was all about some a day to remember. Oh yeah. And like street light you know. Yep. That's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but I think back to a show in um Virginia. Sorry. No, you're good, dude. We always get <laughs> sidetracked. Um, luckily my mind's a steel trap. I don't forget anything. (laughs) Um, and we, we got on stage and it was just like, we flopped, but we had so much fun doing it. (laughs) No one there wanted to hear us. We like just killed it though. We had fun. (laughs) We we still had people come up to us after like, that was pretty good. Not my style of music, but like (laughs) played birthday parties with balloons and shit for kids. Like (laughs) you get into some weird situations when you're a hardcore band. I can't say we've done that one yet. You get some interesting gigs when you book for yourself. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, in you, in your experience, how does Asheville or doesn't Asheville support the hip hop scene here? I mean, I feel like I feel like generally there it doesn't. No. There's not a I feel like most venues in Asheville won't have hip hop right. you know, acts, which is kinda like I mean it's bullshit. I think it's like secretly it's some low key white supremacy, but you know, that's 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 my uh my opinion of it is that like I don't I feel like people don't respect hip hop uh uh like if if it's like not 
like with a live band, you know what right. I mean? And uh, I feel like that, you know, that extends to to Asheville where there's like a stigma. Like I was reading an article a couple of years ago in the Mountain Express about Asheville hip hop. And they were saying that like there's a couple of venue uh, uh, staff that were saying that like it just brings the wrong crowd and stuff like that. And I'm just like all the most recent hip hop shows I've been to in Asheville don't bring the wrong crowd. And it's like a fucking, it's a blast and there's mad love in the building. Like right. they make it seem like it's some violent fucking like, uh, I don't know. It's all college kids. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, it just, it just doesn't, um, I mean, and there, there's like, it's like hip hop, is like I don't know. I feel like hip hop is a very it's a vast majority of things. Mm-hmm. It could be many things, and like the idea is that hip hop is gangster rap. You know right. what I mean? And like, and that's just not the case. And even if it is, like I feel like even if even if you, you know, the hip hop act that you're trying to book is like a gangster rap fucking act. Like I don't think that it's like a. I'm over here turning my phone alarm on. Sorry, y'all. Ah, uh, no worries. Um, Asshole. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think that it's a. You know, I don't think that it's like you're gonna have a problem in your fucking venue because you're having hip hop. It's fucking madness to me. Right. It's, it's insane. Um, but that's how I feel about it. There's mad disrespect for hip hop in general, and that that extends to venues in Asheville. You know. I've heard the argument uh, against cannabis and hip hop um, where venues don't want people smoking in the open. And then I saw Stephen Marley and at the orange peel. Um, no, at, uh, um, call it new Belgium. No, Sierra Nevada. No <laughs> Island. <laughs> Pack Square. Thanks, Matt. Matt saves the day. Yeah, Pack Square yeah. for uh was that Leaf Festival. Yeah. Um, and there are more people smoking pot there than any hip hop show I've been to in a while. Yeah. So it's like that argument. Nobody smokes invalid. pot anymore. Everybody smokes vapes anyways. You right. know, what's the problem? Right. Like can't we just get over Let's it? Let's all grow up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one's hurting anybody. It's just a fucking plant, fam. Right. <laughs> Step back. Yeah. All right. So I want to do something special. I'm going to hopefully not catch you too off guard, but, um, a good friend of mine, he was on episode four of the podcast. Um, John Rodriguez, he goes by the, um, producer name, eat the rich. Mm-hmm. Um, you could check out his stuff on SoundCloud and I think on Instagram as well. Um, he's definitely on SoundCloud. He's got a couple beats up there. He made four samples for us, four loops. And I call this the, we're gonna put some reverb on that later on i think think it sounds super cool (laughs) so um a couple tracks we're gonna play them for you go until you feel like you want to stop can i be like next beat you could just stop and look at matt and just whatever no whatever you're comfortable with cool they're about two minutes two minutes each so just do as long as feel feels good cool the first one is super special it's the intro to this um podcast breathing room um again made by john rodriguez eat the rich cool so thanks for being on and thanks for participating in the <laughs> no reverb? No. Okay. Phantom planet, mass and understanding Man, I can't stand it The man-made mad mic 
the hysterical wordsmith sorcerer Making magic happen when I grab this fucking mic Who you gonna be when the judgment comes for you? I was once told just do what you do, kid Showbiz is no one's biz, but you kid Speak your peace and let the world consume you Bring your product, become a fucking profit Not for profit, man I'm a motherfucking problem Got 99 problems, but my wife ain't one Sitting on my front porch, soaking up the sun Love yourself, let that be your wealth Feed your brain some greenies for your mental health Understand that life is understanding You got the left foot, right foot Then you better be standing Nice I was like <laughs> I can't hear it <laughs> I ain't got no snare in my headphones <laughs> It's so good Alright, number one, pass Can I get it real loud? What we got next? All right, we got a. Nope, we're gonna go to the next one. We got a little funk joint. I'm trying to think. Like, I'm waiting. Like, one I want to do like a written. One I want to like do a freestyle. One I want to do. You definitely want a freestyle on the last one. The last one. Yeah. The one I want to go by something that I've written okay. that I've never spit before. Cool. So Nice. I'd be excited for that. So we got. All right, let's do it. And there's four of them? Yep, four the total. Fearsome. Fearsome, 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 fearsome. Eat the rich. up lanes quick like a prick just listening solid go hasn't been touched yet i kept on blessing and never had to lock up a bullet that's gonna be rocking with the best of them you can't contest them got the ill testimony home man couldn't step to me and gangs of threes i ain't to please now please stop with all the bullshit before i pull this trigger go figure just the same old rap song same old we bone the same old me my pin the tail on the asshole not me copy catching strange vibration just catch these strange vibration Catch these strange, strange vibrations And as the song progresses, I digress Till I'm trying to build on bridges and be breaking down walls Y'all can't chalk it too dumb, too dumb Head up in your ass, ho I'm just a grumpy, I keep Just a bragging about myself and it's unhealthy Will somebody help me? I'm scared of large groups of unruly people It's a fear up inside that keeps me guarded Evil, hard-headed, fake, blowing, self-medicated Let better get back to businesses that work Picking up that, they do be vision Race spirits, even the gods can hear it Only devils and these back back corporate suits with different Hope my peers can back in the spirit So damn close to the finish line With this bad crew of friends of mine Don't worry, it'll all be fine City, the law be fine City, the law be fine City, the law be fine don't worry, it'll all be fine. Don't worry, it'll all be fine. It'll all be fine. Nice. It will all be fine. It'll all be fine. That was good, man. You were feeling that one. I fuck with it. Yeah. I fuck with all of them. This is the one I'm going to do the written one to. Okay, cool. Yeah, this is like a hard piano type beat. This is called Jack Ruby. Cool. Excited to hear it. Hard piano. Hard I was piano like, I tried to beat. imagine what that sounds like. Realer than the FBI killing Kennedy They were there watching At the death of all the enemies Biggie, Malcolm, King, Pop 
CIA spread and realize and hustling crack rocks. One nation in doctrine and white supremacy. Infiltrated by the clan, intimidated by the dicks of black men. And I can see your trend. Does he really have friends? Does he really have friends? Shoot him in the gut, make him ruby with his plans. Tears for old Oakland and the Panthers and the misery. Kill him and discredit him. By any means necessary, culture got the sedentary, hella, 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 elementary. The system's not broken, it's alive and well, thriving well. Whole populations in prison. On the surface, we can peek in and never recognize in the distance. Freedom never came so free, you see. It's paved in slave ships, rape, drugs, and misery. I can see your train. Does he really have friends? Does he really have friends? Shoot him in the gut, make him ruby with his planes. Make him ruby with his planes. Does he really, does he really have friends? I pledge allegiance to the people who continue to be lied to. Now the soldiers manifesto, ID gets manifested. I fear there's more sour generations to come. And the leaders they make or may not become. You don't have to slide by minding all the rules. It is the man who knows nothing and something who reigns. King over fools, just doing what you do. You can't fail doing the shit you don't want to get a little bit ahead. America's greatest lie, dreams are attainable, fiends are relatable, plans are debatable, anything can happen in an instant, say this can all be gone, that's why I wrote this song, why I wrote this song, this could all be gone, this could all be gone, shoot him in the gut, make him ruby with his, make him ruby with his plane. Oh, did you end right at the end? Cool. Yeah. That was nice, dude. You got to pick up that beat for that song. <laughs> that worked dude, really Jack well. Jack Ruby. Jack Ruby. That was nice, man. Appreciate it. Really like the message behind that song, too. Um, was picking up a lot there from white supremacy to the FBI killing Kennedy to, I mean, you really hit on some big shit. <laughs> you didn't hold back. <laughs> all right here is the one you're gonna like definitely want to freestyle on cool if my grandma want to do the in, topic things yeah throw topics like, out throw like, topics at me yeah yeah we could do that <clears throat> oh man that's cool i feel like sway <laughs> it's worth a try i actually have Let's never actually done this before <clears throat> Let's I think be, it'll I'm be cool. Be straight right. up with you. Nah, that's cool, man. <laughs> Let's try it out. Spin that shit. <laughs> All right. We're going to do breathing room. in my brains can rearrange man i'm feeling kind of slighted in the days hip-hop in nashville not right pineapple i'm eating pineapples that's such a weird word to rhyme to it is <laughs> chair sitting in this chair who dare contest this man mad mike sitting here staring at my dude in his hat and this dude's wearing hats and he's looking at me now I'm kind of fucking chunky, but I'm not fat. I spit rhymes and give taps. I got nothing, bro. Here, let me just spit something. All right. Spit ill of the thrill, killer the trendsetter. Trend better, fuck with it, you know better. Better mind your fucking business. And by the way, who is this? I'd rather not concern myself with nonsense. It's constant, I'm most concerned with content. And that was not a fucking contest. 
We all gotta eat, couldn't reach such heights with small feats and whack beats. Just me, see, it's all fun and game till it comes to getting paid. Life is silly, so really gets very obvious. Can't get paid, then drum fills and beat swells. Yeah, sweetness fails, and when a bear may bail, doctor, doctor, please set me free. Give me trees to put my gold mind at ease. I got a bad case of word vomit. Heebie jeebies, be honest, there's worse things in life than me. Oh, cut him at the end. That was good, man. You definitely salvaged it. My, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's go to the judges. Did he pass the fearsome, foursome freestyle? <laughs> I don't know. I All to but say the like last like twenty seconds of the fourth. <laughs> I think he passed. I think he passed swimmingly. Hell yeah, that was cool, man. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, thanks so much for doing that. I feel like freestyling like off the dome has happen during very special moments like where i'm like oh yeah in a like a specific state of mind which i'm not currently in. you really gotta be feeling it I, yeah. yeah man well we've I, just went we've talked about my depression yeah <laughs> like, it it's hard to come back hard. from there yeah i'm gonna need some cbd about this it's actually a really good time while you're getting that opened up um to do a quick message from our sponsor um this episode today and all uh, Breathing Room episodes are brought to you by Riverbend CBD. Um, with all natural ingredients and 100% THC-free products, um, feel better the natural way. Um, order your Riverbend CB- CBD products today at riverbendcbd.com and enter the promo code Breathing Room for 15% off. Um, I can testify to using the product just about every day. Um, I take it before I go to bed or before a big meeting at work. It helps with anxiety. It helps with sleep. Um, it really has been a product that I look forward to using in my day to day. I've been enjoying it. Yeah. If, <laughs> there you have it. Mike Martinez enjoys Riverbend CBD <laughs> as well. So, Mike, we got about 15 minutes left here. We've talked about a lot of good stuff so far. We scratched the surface on our experiences with depression and anxiety. Um, We talked a little bit about therapy, um, which I had a bunch of questions on, and I think we really hit a lot of that already. We talked about some of the local um, Asheville hip-hop scene. Um, Tell me a little bit about growing up in Union, New Jersey. We have that in common, (laughs) both Jersey boys. So I grew up like 25 minutes from Union. I got my first guitar at Rondo Music. Oh, nice. In Union. Yeah. yeah. I mean, growing up in Union was super cool. It's uh, I feel like I'm glad that I grew up there and I'm also glad that I don't fucking live there anymore. (laughs) Right. That's how I feel about New (laughs) Jersey. I love it. I mean, it's just, you know, it's a whole different kind of, you know, it's a different world from Asheville, North Carolina. Sure is. There is real diversity there, so that was cool. But other than that, like there's there's also a lot of, you know, fucking not very cool things like traffic. Right. Um, oh, it sucks. There's traffic here, but there's traffic. It's manageable. There. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that shit over there is not manageable. Yeah. Um you know, Asheville, I feel like Asheville changed my life. I feel like I was headed during into some awful shit in New Jersey, um, personally. Um, and, uh, you know, if I didn't come here, I, I met all my bandmates here, um, you know, and I feel like it's, it's been a great thing. I met my wife here, right. you know, um, and my bandmates are like family. Like we, uh, you know, we didn't, we didn't really talk about like the, well, how we, uh, you know, operate our, our band, but it is very much like a family. Um, yeah. you know, we, we do everything together. Even take showers. No. <laughs> I wouldn't judge. We do. It. We have a thing. I forget. It was like one of the first interviews we ever did. And somebody like quoted us saying that we take band bats together <laughs> to, pre- to prepare for. Yeah, exactly. I'm like six foot three, you know, yeah. <laughs> and no like 250 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> like nobody's getting in that bathtub. <laughs> But um, mm-hmm. but yeah. Have you been Anyways. back to New Jersey? Oh yeah, I go back all the time. We play we play in the city a lot. Yeah, and Union's right next to the city, so I usually stay in Union. Cool. Um, 
so yeah and i still have tons of friends there i've been here 11 years but like i'm still friends with all the same people that yeah. i was friends with in high school um who were um you know around doing their things so, definitely so it's cool to cool to, uh, that through the band i get more of an opportunity to go home than i uh previously had and my wife's also from jersey which we met here but she's yeah. also from jersey so we know, tend I to stick to together go. yeah 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 our drummer's from jersey too yeah. did i tell you that and my our guitar player is from charlotte but his dad's from jersey <laughs> <laughs> yeah um we're the yeah. only people who can put up with ourselves yeah yeah I feel like it's always like when me and my wife are talking to each other, like we're yelling at each other, yeah. but I'm like, no, this is like fine. Well, at least mostly I think it's fine. We're not like, I'm going to bash a skull and Harry. You know, it's not like that. It's just like, right. but you said you were going to do that. You yeah. know, <laughs> are they yelling? Oh no, they're just yeah. from New Jersey. Yeah, Our friend, you know, Juan Holiday. No, I don't. He's, he's a badass. He's in the band secret B sides, but he's cool. just a badass. Like, uh, singer and he raps as well he's nasty cool um but he's like the first time he was ever hanging out with us he's like are y'all arguing right now we're like no <laughs> everything's cool <laughs> but yeah that's funny jersey 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 didn't hate it there but happy to get out yeah definitely that's their motto i miss bagels me too as you know it's the most left state in the country like not left as in left hand side, but like left as in like people leave that motherfucker more than at a higher rate than any other state in the country. Yeah, I believe <laughs> yeah. it, man. I believe it. It's all right. We're you just... got me there for a second. I'm like, it's the most left state, really? No, and then, no, not yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, curveball for you. What do you think of social media? What do I think of it? Yeah, do you use uh, social media routinely? Like, I think it could be cool. I also think it's awful. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it's, you know, it's a huge means of spreading misinformation. Um, yeah. Even myself, like I posted the wrong time for a show the other day. Oh, but, no. but like, I mean, just in, in a grander scheme, you know, shitheads get elected president. Right. Um, right. <laughs> um it's it it could be a t great tool. Um, everything on there isn't real, you know. Like, uh, generally with social media, people are showing you their, their, uh, you know, the best parts of their lives. And if they're not, you have to kind of wonder the sanity of the person who's posting the worst parts of their life on there, right. you know, but, uh, and there are people who do though. Yeah. I mean, there are people who post every sad thing that's going on in their lives. Yeah. Um, I know. I feel like generally for those kinds of people like i try to talk to them like i message them and be like yo what's going on like yeah are you okay talk to somebody yeah. don't talk to the internet because you know i feel like with that like a lot of times people are looking at it um i feel like i at there was a point in time where i would post everything online sure you know when i was younger and now i'm deleting it all the time but uh <laughs> me too yeah but um like, I think those people just need somebody to talk to. And I think when I was doing that, I didn't have people to talk to about For sure. these things, you know? Um, and it's important. Yeah. To everyone, to everyone needs someone to talk to about that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's gotta, it's gotta suck to feel like your only mechanism is shouting on social media. Yeah. I mean, and generally people don't care. Like the majority of people who follow you on social media, I, I would say don't really like aren't like ultra interested in what's going on like legitimately interested in what's going on in my life well maybe maybe sometimes mm -hmm. for sure and i feel like the further i go into this music thing maybe to a detriment but um mm -hmm. like i think it is like uh i don't know i don't know where i was going with that but dot 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 you know? right Sentence so on and so on. forth yeah no doubt <laughs> Um, so something that Spaceman said when he was on last week is that in hip hop, people have gotten so sad that they've had to go from rapping to singing. Yeah. And it was kind of a funny take on it. Like it seems, yeah, I feel like I've never heard that before. No, me neither. Yeah. Um, but like, he's not wrong. No. And like, I'm just curious 
how you've been able to communicate your emotions um, effectively through just rapping alone. Like, are there times well, where I feel like, I, like also I need to sing this part? Sing, yeah. Yeah, I feel like a, a lot of times, like, different uh, emotions call for different things. And I do find myself, especially in some of the more recent songs that we put out on our last album, I sang more than um, than I previously had uh, sang on um, uh, our, like, our first album. Um, right. Our first EP. Right. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. But I, it's also sadder and more in-depth and, you know, where, where I was speaking from on the second album is like a more i would say probably a well, you know i wasn't in as good of a headspace as i was in the first album so it is right. a little different you know how how do you ensure that your songs contain a message lyrically and that they have purpose and substance i mean in hip-hop sometimes you can go off the deep end and like just have a goofy song that really doesn't need to mean much of anything but do you try to have all of your songs mean something for what you've gone through or i personally don't write just to write yeah um like ever like i don't i don't just write to write um and i don't and i don't just write to anything also yeah um so to me i feel like it helps keep me more authentic that way um you know with with a message because if i am writing something it's because like it's like something that's like heavy on my heart. Right. Um, you know, and, and during that time, um, you know, yeah. So it's no, like, I, I try, I try to write, I don't, I don't shoot for a message. Like I'm not like, so like the Jack Ruby that I just spit, like I yeah. wrote that at a, on the way, me and my wife went to Texas to visit her family on the way back. We stopped through Memphis and went to the, uh, the Lorraine motel, the civil rights museum. Yep. And, um, I wrote that after leaving there. Cause like, there's a strong message throughout that whole, uh, exhibit that is like, basically like saying like the FBI killed Kennedy without saying that the FBI killed Kennedy. Interesting. Um, um but like, that's like the national civil rights museum. And right. that's, uh, that seems to be the message that they're delivering. Wow. Or if the FBI or CIA, one of the two, you know, right. the same with JFK. If you go down there, like they're, they're kind of, pretty insistent with their exhibits that they have related to that um at least subliminally that you know allegedly right. uh, such and such right you know killed fucking kennedy right um lee oswald i don't know i couldn't remember his name for yeah. a second there i couldn't remember it either so but, was... uh, so yeah so like i like to write like yeah you know with with and then like that was a very that whole Thing was like very emotional so i took that and put it into you know put it into some writing that's like I, honestly that's probably one of the r most rawest things that i've ever done as far as like writing a verse and then doing it like i i don't think i wrote that to anything yeah all. so that's cool it's the first time i ever put it to something that's, and it fit so really well you for that yeah thanks for doing it man it fit really well and we're gonna have to hit up john and see if we can get you that track yeah. <laughs> yeah um last question i have before i let you go mm -hmm. um so as a rapper but also a musician mm -hmm. um do you feel you have almost a leg up in some ways like rhythmically and creatively when it comes to being able to put things together or see things that maybe someone who just raps wouldn't know is there yeah well i feel like a lot of it's just different because I'm also a singer. So right. I, like I started singing and then I started rapping. So like I look at a, I look at a lot of it from like a singing perspective, you right. know. Um, and uh, the rhythm portion of it, it, this is all like it's a man. It's so new, like news to me. Like mm -hmm. I haven't been doing this very long, and uh, it's still like to me. I'm like I don't even know. I don't. E I don't understand the mechanics of it. Where I'd like to be though is every once in a while like we were just talking about like with the freestyle thing like there's like a me and my buddy pablo uh he's he just moved down here he's a badass musician too his name's pablo falbrew but we were talking about this recently and like getting into a flow state um and a flow state and music would be like when you're like kind of just in it yeah um and uh and 
that's where I would like to be with with rapping. It's like I just want to always I want to be able to tap into that shit always. Yeah, you know what I mean. And there's some people who can like Biggie. That's a motherfucker who could tap into that shit yeah. at any given point. Have you ever seen like his freestyle videos, yeah. like where he's just like sitting there, like like just fucking going for fucking forever? And I experienced that. I like I definitely have experienced. I just did it on Saturday. Yeah, we played with this other band and we did a big jam afterwards. The vibes were all right and we were just like rowdy as fuck. And like I started rapping about all the people in the bar. And oh, uh, cool. yeah, it was fucking weird. But I was like, God damn afterwards. I was like, God damn it. Like, how, how can I just make that always happen? <laughs> so as a musician, I'd like to end this with how I can do better. Right. And that's where I'm going to be <laughs> next yeah. time. Yeah. Maybe not next time here, but yeah, eventually I need some meditation in my motherfucking life. Don't we all, man? Yeah. I just did today for 10 minutes and it was nice. We had a band meeting yesterday and we meditated before for the first time ever. Oh, cool. Yeah. It, How was, it was that? like super fucking cool. Yeah. And we were able to like communicate without like being like, but no. Yeah. You know? Like it was very like fluid and we were just like, well, this is realistic. This is what we need. Blah, 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 blah. You know? Yeah. Mapping, mapping future That's plans. That's so, good. Yeah, it's cool. I like meditating with a group of friends. Yeah. It's weird. It's, it's, it's still like. I will say it's weird to me personally yeah. because I'm still not like my, I guess my heart's not open to it entirely right, yet. Right. I'm getting there, yeah. but like there's like a little bit part of me where I'm like, Resistant like to I have it like a, a smile bit. in the yeah. corner of my mouth and I'm just like, yeah. but I know it works. Does it feel a you little You know, meditation hokey? gives me anxiety sometimes. Oh, I believe it, dude. Um, my wife was trying to meditate with me the other day and like we were laying in the bed and it was like, pitch black in our room and she was had like this app playing or whatever mm -hmm. and i was like man i gotta get the fuck out of here <laughs> like this thing is making me <laughs> fucked up <laughs> yeah man it can bring up some intense stuff yeah. i think that's like part of the work right there is getting through that because when you're meditating and you have nothing else to distract you everything else comes up yeah it's hard to be able to sit with it sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But Mike, I appreciate you coming on I today, man. You, man. This has been awesome. Yeah, um, appreciate thanks it. for sitting through and rapping. That was really cool. <laughs> I appreciate um, it. For everyone watching or listening, this was Mike Martinez of the local Asheville band, Natural Born Leaders. You could check them out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify. Natural Born Leaders Band. It. Natural everything. Born Leaders Band, everything. Um, you guys have an album on Spotify, your second record. Yeah. Abominable Spotify. Creatures. Yes. Abominable Creatures. Dope and tape. About Time. Yeah. Awesome. Appreciate really good it. stuff on there. Make sure you check them out. Um, if uh, you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Um, thanks for watching and don't forget to breathe and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks.